2: A member of the Great Big Owl family.
1: Hello, you mesmerising little toilet brushes. I'm Andy. And I'm Carrie. And you're listening to... Ask, ask the Clip It's the show where kids ask us the questions they want answered. And we answer the questions that the kids ask. And then we get the recording and stuff it down the internet with our fists.
2: And it comes out in your ears. And that's a
1: natural fact. Who are we talking to this week, Carrie?
2: Well, Andy, this week it was time to catch up with those two young know-nothings by the name of Michael and Catherine.
1: Oh, that's right. They wanted to know if cavemen were actually real... How is Velcro made? Who was the first person to ride a bike? All sorts of things.
2: Roll the tape, whatever that means. Uh,
1: make it funky. What? OK, then. Don't make it funky. Yeah,
2: exactly. No need for that sort of behavior I'm
1: sorry for living.
2: Yeah, you should be. We've got two idiots <laughs> to teach.
1: Yes. That's right. Two young fools, what don't know nothing, yeah. to teach and fill with the bread of knowledge to rise in their brain. Look at their
2: silly empty heads.
1: I found out the other day, you can get children, right, and you can find the zip on their head and open up the forehead and see what's inside. And it's usually Ooh, nothing, nothing, or sometimes Cabri's mini egg. Just Ooh. one, just one. <laughs> can you
2: see anything in my head?
1: It's a bit of fluff. A bit of fluff. Yeah, a tiny bit of fluff.
2: What's in my head?
1: Um... Well, Cadbury's mini egg, right? right um so... Uh, so, we, so who have we got Smosh in this, Who have we got in the studio today again?
2: Catherine.
1: And how old are you, Catherine? Eight. Well, you were eight last time we asked you. Why do you lie? How can you still be the same age?
2: Mm. Because my birthday's in April and not in March.
1: Well, what, the uh, correct answer is eight and a few more minutes since you last asked me. <laughs> and Michael, what's your name, Michael? Michael. Interesting. <laughs> now, um, we've also got in the studio... My age
2: is six and two minutes.
1: All right, we don't need your life story, mate. Now... <laughs> Um, we've also got in the studio with us uh, another boy. Um, we've had him before. He's always a spectacular guest. Um, Anthony Plum. Hello, Anthony. Hello, Anthony. Going um, anywhere interesting on your summer holidays? Mum and Dad this year, got, Anthony? Anything,
2: got anything planned?
1: I understand that you've been um, getting quite good at snooker, Anthony. Your mum tells me you're quite the young Stephen Hendry. You
2: want to tell us about that?
1: No. He's a bit shy. No, he's a bit shy. He's a little bit shy. All right, maybe well, something well, you later. you know, we've all been there. No, something later from Anthony Plum, if you're the bit of blood, But, you know, no pressure. He's a bit shy. Yeah, you,
2: you just yeah. eat chocolates. He's practising
1: his snooker, see, in his mind. Question one.
2: How do the conveyors at the supermarket work?
1: How do they work? There's a massive goblin in the back of every supermarket, right? And it's always, it's always a big goblin called Tomblers, right? Because all goblins, by the way, are called Tomblers. Why? Because that's their name, mate. The tumblers who work at the supermarket stand in a back room. They're about 40 foot high, these tumblers, right? Mm-hmm. So sometimes they're all bent over if the, if the roof isn't high yeah, enough. Yes, they're that's normally it.
2: a little bit hunched.
1: But they're very strong. Because you ever seen Goblin's massive, big ropey arms? With his massive ropey arms, he gets the big wooden handle and he turns on so the chains. It. And turns. there they go. So it actually goes
2: like...
1: If you, were, if you were in the back room of the supermarket, it would sound like this. It would be like... <laughs> And the guys, And ah! the, the guy, the orc controller is whipping him. Come yeah. on, tumblers! He's going, ah! but but, so you hear all this terrible clanking like the chains of hell in the back yeah. of the supermarket. Ah! But in the front, all you hear is just like... £2.94, please, sir. So you have no idea of what's going on in the back room, but it is like the seventh circle of hell. Yeah. You ever seen Harry Potter? No. no. Well, it's nothing like that.
2: Yeah. And you know, sometimes when you're there and the conveyor belt stops, that's when Tumbler's is crying.
1: Yeah. Why do you think he's crying, guys? Because,
2: because he's um, it's so loud. Yeah, and also... Because you're not buying enough.
1: Yeah, and also doesn't even get the minimum wage as a goblin. Is that yeah. fair? He doesn't even get a discount, old but Tumbler's, in the even, supermarket. He should, if, he works, if he works
2: in the supermarket, he should get a discount. I should, absolutely. That's what I'm trying to
1: say. He should Which get a is dis- why yes. we're
2: trying to get them to unionise.
1: Yeah. Here are some other mythical beasts who work in supermarkets, right? A hydra is in charge of the frozen food section. What's a hydra? It's a hydra. It's like a massive snake with about nine heads. And every time you cut one of its heads off, it grows another five heads. And every time you cut one of those heads off, it grows about another five heads. And every time you cut one of those heads off, it grows another five heads. And guess what if you cut one of those heads off?
2: Another, another two heads. heads.
1: Grows another few heads or so. It's just what it's uh, into is growing more heads, right? Yeah. But it's also into organising the frozen food section. And it, then there's a. The, how does he grow more heads? It's magic, isn't it? How
2: many How many, How many? weeks does it take? Oh, It's, oh, instant. You it's seconds. Instant. It's
1: instant. Yeah. Cut the head off, here's Bang. some more heads. There you go. Cut the head off, here's some more heads. Cut more heads, he keeps growing. I'm going to stop cutting his heads off yeah. now because he's And just then the heads start heads.
2: arguing with each other and it, oh, it's annoying. You're like, hey, you've got, got to fill up the aisle number
1: four with more frozen pizzas. I just filled up the Frozen pizzas yesterday. What are you looking? Yeah. Sorry, what?
2: What are you cut off all of, all, if, all if, of his then heads then he'll up grow at Millions.
1: Once. You can't beat him by cutting off his heads. Have you? Yeah, yeah that's heard that out very much mind. not the so best got, way to deal with it. So you've got a goblin in the back pulling the conveyors. You've got yeah. a hydra on the frozen, on food, the frozen section. food section. I'll tell you what, unicorn works in the bakery section. Yeah. Do you know why? Keeps donuts. Because
2: it's got a <laughs> um, it's got a horn and it can go like.
1: Yes, it yep. gets all the donuts. There you go. So when, sometimes when you're in a supermarket and you reach onto a shelf to get a donut, right, a ring donut, just a few seconds before you got there, they were sprinkled there from the horn of a unicorn. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you never see it happen. Do you know why?
2: They do it at midnight. They
1: do it at midnight.
2: You know, donuts have a little circle in the middle. Yeah. You can just throw a donut on its horn. There's like a hoop.
1: That's very much. a great idea. That is very much how it works.
2: Like Donut Ring Toss.
1: What's the unicorn's favourite game? (laughs) Donut donut Ring ring Toss. toss. Of all the mythical beasts who work in the supermarket, they're the happiest. They are the most playful. Do you know any other mythical beasts? A dinosaur. Sorry? A dinosaur. A dinosaur.
2: That's not mythical. That's actually real, but they're extinct.
1: Yeah, and they wouldn't work at a supermarket because too clumsy. Yeah. And also unhygienic. Too big and
2: eat too many shoppers.
1: Covered in wasps. Yeah, dreadful. Any other mythical creatures you ever heard of?
2: Peppa Pig, works, Pe- works in management. No, he's a pig! She's a pig!
1: Yes, yeah. she's a pig with a good she's head a, for numbers.
2: She's a mythical pig. And actually, quite a mean boss.
1: Yes. Do you she's know what... The other day, right? She's no, no, baby. No, the other day I read a story in a newspaper about a Peppa Pig who was working in a supermarket and called in one of the unicorns and she accused him of not doing a proper donut ring toss at midnight. Yeah. She sacked the unicorn, she cut off his horn, right? Mm. And do you know what she stuck there instead? Traffic cone. Yep. Yeah. To shame him. Do you think that's fair? So Do now you? he's just
2: an embarrassed horse.
1: Question
2: three. three.
1: Maybe two. Three. Is three? It two. Oh, question, question
2: two. two. Who was the first person to ride a bike?
1: Ah. Ah, ah, now
2: the first person to ride a bike.
1: It was a woman was... called Penny Farthing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but yeah. there you go. But interestingly, be, really.
2: the first bike she rode was a BMX. Because they were invented before like other kinds of bikes my yeah.
1: favourite book by Royal Dull is the BMX it's about a massive friendly bike who yeah. flies into the room that's of a little BMX? Yeah, flies into the room of a <laughs> little girl called Sophie at night, right? And they go oh. on a lovely adventure yeah. along and then the road.
2: like child-eating bikes in it, it's and still, he keeps us safe. It's and, it's and they, 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 they meet the queen and have a little cycle and... party with the queen. And then, do
1: you remember that bit where the BMX's chain breaks and Sophie has to nurse him back to health? Oh. <laughs> and then, do you remember no, that bit true. where the BMX's front tire goes oh. flat and Sophie has to nurse him back to health? Oh, it's lovely, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I like his other book as well, Charlie and the BMX Factory. Tree, right? Have you read that one? That's a brilliant book. Oh, it's James
2: where, and the Giant Bmx. <laughs> all the little, all the little insects that peach. live in the Bmx. Yeah. It's oh, a peach, not
1: a Bmx. Great, it's a isn't a it? Peach. Not in the version I. Danny read.
2: the Bmx Champion of the World. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: I love that one. And it's about a kid who lives in the woods with his dad, and they about, they train uh, a pheasant uh, to, BMX, to win all the Bmx competitions. Yeah. What oh. about
2: the Fantastic Bmx, Mr Fox? Wait, well, oh.
1: I just don't even know what to think of you sometimes, <laughs> yeah, Michael. You're sometimes sometimes I look at you, Michael, and I'm just, just lost for words, Michael. I don't know what to do with you. It's despicable behaviour. Oh. <laughs>
2: look, look at the state of you. Eh? I'm furious with you, oh, Michael. Absolutely you're furious. You're oh. You're laughing. You're smiling. No, you're laughing. You're going red.
1: No, you're a BMX. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm not a BMX anymore if you say she's a BMX.
1: Well, that's fine then. But when? why have you got a bell on your face and some handlebars? Yeah.
2: I don't. That's uh, just and, and what electrical. are all
1: those skids you're doing? Yeah. Mm. And also, why are you a BMX? Yeah. yeah. I'm not a BMX. You're totally a BMX and you're That's what a BMX, BMX would too. say. Yeah. You're a lying BMX yeah, of a fellow. Yeah,
2: big old lying BMX. <laughs> yeah. So I should... You're li- you're lying should, nearly as much as George's Marvellous BMX. I should,
1: love George's Marvellous BMX. Do you remember it, when he turns oh. his granny into a BMX? And then yeah. She, and then she turns a BMX into him. Amazing. It's brilliant. Have you read George's Marvellous BMX? i read George's Marvellous
2: Medicine, but I haven't read George's Marvellous BMX. Well,
1: George's Marvellous BMX knocks George's Marvellous Medicine into a cocked hat, mate. Absolutely. George's Marvellous BMX is the book that George's Marvellous Medicine should have been yes it's so good it's by Roald BMX Dull
2: <laughs> <laughs> there's the other giraffe the pelly, and the BMX yes
1: there's the um, the enormous BMX yeah
2: Boy Tales of Childhood yeah boy. that's, no, that's boy boy. BMX Tales of Childhood BMX
1: BMX Tales of Childhood which <laughs> is all about his adventures on his BMX <laughs> in the Norwegian fjords as a child riding stealing
2: up, stealing sweets as a child riding oh, hither
1: and thither
2: Ah, oh, and, yon. and oh, yon all over
1: the shop yeah course. i like yeah. yeah i really like the yon chapters mm, off, chapter 17 answer. off to yon on my bmx yeah. road bmx doll more yon bmx Screaming through Scandinavia on two wheels, burning me rubber.
2: BMX.
1: Yeah, Yeah. BMX. He's just written one called BMX. BMX. He's
2: run out of ideas. He's written.
1: Just another one just called like BMX two. Yeah. Another BMX. BMX three. Um
2: yeah. BMX four. BMX five, BMX six, BMX seven.
1: Yeah, they're all pretty much nine ten. Pretty much. Which which is your favourite? What's your favourite rolled BMX doll book?
2: Um, I don't like road
1: B M X books. Anthony, what's your favourite road B M X style, style book. book? What about Jam- James on the
0: What is your favourite B M X
1: yeah. book? Yeah, what is it? Yeah. Anthony yeah. Plum's going downhill, isn't
2: he? He is. We might have to do on his B M X.
1: Did you know? Can a postman post himself to himself? Amazingly, the answer is yes. In 1920, Rentaler W. Tinsky, a postman in New South Wales, Australia, did exactly that. Imagine how astonished he was when he delivered himself to himself. Quite astonished.
2: Did you know? know? Albert Einstein always walked around with a sandwich under his hat in case he got hungry later and some crisps in his gloves. What a greedy genius.
1: Question three.
2: Were cavemen actually real?
1: Oh, no. Cavemen weren't real. Cave women were real. Cave rats were real, cave cats were real. Cave, cave children dogs, were real. Cave horses were real. What has happened in the times between those times and now times to make us think that there were cavemen? Well, I'll tell you what happened. We've discovered Woo-hoo! women and children, were, women and children, boys and girls, were around hundreds of, hundreds thousands, of thousands of years, of years. between <laughs> b- yeah, b- before, of men. before men existed. Yeah. Yeah. Men have only existed for the last 200 years. Yeah, if that. But boys and girls and women have existed yeah. for millions of years. Boys
2: uh, are uh, the same as men. No,
1: they're very different. Very good boys are gonna call it. Boys it's
2: grow into men. men.
1: No, 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 no. Boys don't grow into men. Boys grow into bigger boys. Yeah. But does a a boy have a beard? No. You're a boy and you have
2: a beard? No, I'm a
1: man and I have a beard.
2: Yeah. (laughs) So he's he's only recently been invented.
1: I was invented about 45 years ago. So I've been around for almost a quarter of the time that all men have been around. Basically, it was about in about the year 1800, a woman called Amelia Gamelia decided that um, it would be nice to have a new flavour. Yeah, of person.
2: But what was the news?
1: <laughs> so, well, so she, she got...
2: so she invented Charles Darwin, who was a
1: turtle. But, but, who, rapidly but who rapidly evolved into a human bearded man. Do you know why? It's because she fed him lots of vitamin B. And B stands for bloke. She fed him lots of vitamin, vitamin bloke. bloke and so Beema. the turtle Charles Darwin rapidly evolved into a finch like this and then into a man. But turtle finch <laughs> One more low dose of vitamin B for bloke. But uh, Charles Darwin, everybody, I've just decided how everything works. Look
2: at my beard, this is new,
1: no one's ever had of it. these before. Oh, I look a bit like boys, but different, because I've got a beard and I'm enormous. And then Charles Darwin sat down, wrote a book, said there were cavemen, and everything changed. Yep. So Amelia Gamelia thought to herself, oh goodness, what have oh, I, I done? I've made a terrible mistake I've already here. gone and blimmin invented men. and I'm going to have to invent
2: feminism now.
1: She invented feminism. You know what feminism is?
2: It's no. when people support yeah. girls and not men.
1: Exactly, and because it,
2: girls are better than men. Yes,
1: and because Charles Darwin didn't know what the, <laughs> didn't know what blimmin' was talking about, did he? Because he used to be a turtle and then a finch. Does that answer your question? Yes. It better. Question four.
2: How is Velcro made?
1: Carrie, didn't your mum invent Velcro? She did invent (laughs) Velcro,
2: um, but she invented it by accident. Oh. Because what she was actually trying to invent was... Was Shoes? Shoes. (laughs) Yes, you're right. You're absolutely right. She was trying to invent shoes. That was lucky. um, But she had very rough feet so she wanted to invent shoes that would exfoliate her feet, so like rub, rub her feet and so make the skin all nice and soft on her feet. So she wanted to make the yeah. rough skin
1: smooth. So she'd make yeah. something really, to yeah. rub, okay,
2: to sorry, make, yeah. So very rough feet. She wanted yeah. to make them nice and smooth. So she thought if she made like a rough substance to rub against her feet and made that into shoes, then that would make her feet all nice and soft because it would rub on them. So that was like, her intention. That was her uh-huh. intention, but what she failed to remember was that she had really hairy feet. <laughs> does, does, and so the oh, shoes just got stuck aye,
1: aye. because they were all rough. Oh, Your and, poor mother. How long was she stuck in those shoes, by the oh,
2: way? Oh, I mean, well, she's 80 now, so uh-huh. it was probably about 400 years. Really? Yeah.
1: <laughs> 400 years Which and a pair of sticky, abrasive 400, shoes?
2: She yeah. wasn't even alive for 400 years because she's 80 years Exactly, that's what makes the story so tragic. It
1: it felt like 400 years ago. Yeah, that's what makes it
2: such a sad story Mm. that she was stuck in these rough shoes that she couldn't get off. Because of her hairy feet. You can ask her. I'll give you her phone number. So what, what did she do, Carrie? So what she did, eventually, was she married my dad. Turns uh-huh. so out that didn't help.
1: Oh, bad luck.
2: Uh, yeah, which was quite awkward. Yeah, so yeah, um, she had awkward. some children.
1: Oh, yeah. And do you know any of them?
2: Uh, No, never met Oh, that's a no, shame. No, it's, it's a great shame. Um, but I've heard they're idiots. Yeah, I've heard the same. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Called, really, oh, really. Caroline out c- or something. Car- anyway, Carrie. Yeah. A roleo something yeah, I something. don't know anyway, um, uh, but eventually
1: yeah. she went for a swim. I, I heard it was in Norway and she saw a BMX doll oh, bombing yeah, up no, and down the fjords. That's a Is common it?
2: misconception. You are thinking yeah. of Amelia Gamelia. Oh, sorry, on holiday. So I am. Um, so uh, so yeah, the. Um, Eventually, they, they came off in the sea, Oh uh, yeah! and she thought, hang on a minute, I could use that. I'm going to call it Velcro, and that is the story of Velcro. <laughs> so,
1: the, so the question, how is Velcro made? Hairy it, feet. Hairy feet.
2: Hairy, rough, horrible feet. Mm. Solution was sought and not found, but Velcro was invented. I
1: heard that she called it Velcro because her middle name was Velcro.
2: Also a common misconception. Oh, right, go on. She, she, called, it, she called it Velcro yeah. because yes. she um, yes. went for a bit of a swim. Yes had a swim down to the bottom of the ocean, (laughs) found a lot of um, Roman bowls um, Mm. and some Scrabble pieces. And they were the Scrabble pieces that spelt out Velcro, Velcro.
1: which is a score of four for the V, one for the E, one for the L, one for the R, three for the C, I think, and one for the O. But they were on a
2: triple word bowl. Oh,
1: well, then she did did very well for herself Mm -hmm. then, didn't she? (laughs) And do you know what? Ever since Carrie's mother invented Velcro, it has been used for literally... Thousands and thousands of years. Yep. Um, everybody, let's say thank you to Carrie's mum for inventing Velcro. Thank, thank you, Carrie's you, Carrie's mum. Carrie's mum. <laughs> Question five.
2: How do you print out music?
1: Ah, well, ooh. You, ooh, how do you print it out? You listen to the music, and you when you're playing it, you listen to the music, and you play it, and the notes go up into the air... And you stick a little bit of Velcro hanging ah. down from the ceiling, and the note gets trapped on the Velcro, and then you play and it struggles
2: and struggles, but it can't get out. Velcro, <laughs> Nick.
1: And then the next note goes up, the, and it gets Vel- trapped on the Velcro, and they all go. The- if you've drawn five little lines on the Velcro before you hang it up, all the notes know which line they yeah. naturally gravitate to, and then after you've played the whole piece on your musical instrument or nostril flute. <laughs> <laughs> You take it down and you stretch all the Velcro out and you've got all the music beautifully laid out or, as we say in the modern world, printed. Isn't that amazing? And if you
2: need to share it with anyone, you just get some paper and roll it over the Velcro and that's called photocopying.
1: Wouldn't it have been amazing if Velcro had been around in Mozart's time? Because then we would actually know what some of the music that Mozart composed sounded like. But we don't. <laughs> We've never heard any of Mozart's music. All we know is the tales that yeah. he was a brilliant, brilliant musician and composer. Because they
2: didn't have anything to- sticky enough.
1: To record it on. To sort it. To, as, as we now say, to print it. Print it. And then to, as we now say, say photocopy, photocopy it. it. Yes. Yeah. But back in his day, it must have Nothing. been wonderful writing concertos, apparently, and symphonies, and something called Ein kleiner Nachtmusik, which means a little <laughs> Nacht music. And no one knows what any of those that sounded like. like. We can only imagine. Would you like to hear what we think they sound like? Yeah 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 Put the put the put the kettle on, put the put the put the kettle on. put the kettle. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. that's
2: <laughs> but then I again? think I I can believe
1: it. I, I can't do it again because I didn't have any Velcro to record. Yeah, it's gone. It's
2: gone forever. Much like all of Mozart's
1: music. And much like... only ever
2: played once. Photocopy it then.
1: Too Just late. Photocopy. Too late. Yeah, no you Velcro, can't photocopy it before you've printed it on the yeah. Velcro, you absolute imbecile.
2: What's an imbecile? Yes, <laughs> you are. <laughs>
1: an imbecile is about three down from a nincompoop, poop. So we win.
2: Hooray! Hooray! Thanks,
1: Catherine. Thanks, Michael. Thanks, Anthony Plum. Thanks,
2: Anthony Plum. Bye. What a couple of imbeciles. They said it themselves, practically. Thanks for listening, folks.
1: I've been Dr. Carrie Quinlan, Chief Professor at the University of Teaching Imbeciles about things. And I've been Dr. Andy Stanton, Chief Lecturer at the Institute of Going On and 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 you've been listening to... Ask the Clever Group!
2: and was produced by Sam Day and is a Great Big Owl production. And on
1: and on and on and on Shut and up. On. Fair enough. Bye! Bye. greatbigowl.com